Hi. So last week we talked a lot about natural healing and how the body has systems in place to correct itself and to heal on its own. Um, sometimes when we apply things like conventional meds and things like that, um, we actually are blocking some of those natural healing pathways. And if you think about it, you cut your hand and different nutrients and cells all come together to help with healing. And, you know, if we just cover that up or we block it, sometimes we don't even get the right healing. Um, and so, so what do we need for the body to heal on its own? Um, so this week, we're going to be talking more about a plant-based diet and why a plant-based diet is something that is um, necessary for natural healing. Um, that goes against what some people think. A lot of times people think, well, I need lots of protein for healing, which is true. You do need lots of amino acids um, for healing, but you can actually get those amino acids from plants, which is kind of shocking to some people. So I just thought it was really important that we talk about um, plant-based um, foods. So um, Daniel and I were just talking about um, how we used to think we were eating healthy. I know uh, for me, I was eating things like lean cuisines. That was my lunch of choice. Um, I would eat a lean cuisine and I'd go and hit the gym at lunch um, during my lunch break at work. And I thought that was healthy because it had a whole grain. It had a lean protein, it had some vegetables, and it had a sauce. And so I always thought, oh, I'm eating something healthy. Um, now I know that that was not a healthy choice, even though it sounds healthy. Um, if you look at a lean cuisine and you read those ingredients, there's like 25 ingredients in there. So while I was getting some whole grains and a little bit of animal protein and a little bit, it's probably a trace amount of vegetables in a lean cuisine, <laughs> looking back, um, but that would not have been something that would be good to eat if you were healing. So, um, Daniel, what are your thoughts on a plant-based diet for healing? Well, uh, as far as your lean cuisine, that's like a processed food. And we <laughs> there's a study now showing that if you eat a lot of processed foods, your risk of dementia goes way up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jennifer, the first time I uh, started thinking about eating a plant-based diet is I, I watched a uh, documentary called Forks Over Knives. Mm-hmm. And there's a doctor on there, Dr. Caldwell Esselstein, claiming that you could reverse or and prevent heart disease by eating a plant-based diet. So I thought, wow, well, you know, heart disease, I think, is the number one killer in, the, in America. Yes. And so if there's something that we can eat, if there's a way of eating that can help us prevent this, why wouldn't we do that? Because, you know, my dad had a, a heart attack when he was like 72. And, uh, and I hope I can prevent that from happening myself. And I want to teach others. That's one of my passions. Okay. Is to teach people about plant-based eating and heart, re reversing heart disease or preventing heart disease just is just one of the many benefits of this way of eating. So, right. and yeah. I've been eating like this for, I think about nine years. Wow. Yeah. I had been trying to transition. So it took me probably 20 years to get yeah. to uh, where I am now. I uh, knew like, so I was taught back in the nineties in my first nutrition courses that the uh, protein that you, that first of all, you had to put combined protein. If you wanted a complete protein, you had to eat like beans and whole grains or something like that. And now we know you don't have to do that, that we need amino acids, which 
I mean, we get our, when we eat animals, what are the animals eating? The animals are eating greens and grass and things like that. They're taking in the amino acids. They're building those large muscles. If you look at a, a cow or a buffalo oh, yeah. or, you know, they're huge animals with these with huge muscles and they're eating amino acids from plants. They're not eating animal protein. And so the same thing can happen with us. And people worry about combining because of one study that said you need to combine, which we know you don't have to do that now because um, we recycle amino acids. So you don't have to take them in together. Your body's going to use them. It's like Legos. You know, your body takes the Legos apart and rearranges to rebuild something else. That's what happens when we eat our food. We're breaking things apart. We're rearranging those amino acids to create um, different things. So if we're injured or we're ill and we're looking at um, what the body needs to repair different systems, we're looking at different vitamins and minerals and amino acids to bring them together. And we need to make sure that we are also not causing too much. Uh, we don't want the body to have to work too hard to make those repairs. So when we eat things like animal products, the body uses a lot of energy to break those proteins down into the different nutrients that that we need and that can create acid not only extra stress on the body so when we eat um, plant foods we have just the individual amino acids yes we still need to break things apart but it doesn't create as much acid as a little bit easier and a lot of times we look at juices and so that is usually a key if someone's really sick yeah. We need them to cleanse. We need to get things out of the body. And as we talked about last week in natural healing, we talked about how pooping is so important. You have to get everything out. And sometimes juices can uh, help with that too. <clears throat> yes. And uh, as far as pooping goes, a plant-based diet has a lot more fiber. So it's definitely, you're definitely going to see a, an increase in your bowel movements and that bowel movements will be easier especially if you're drinking enough water. If you're going to increase your fiber, you want to increase your water intake. So. Yeah, we didn't even talk about hydration and how important um, that oh. is too. I mean, we all know, but oh, I think yeah. everybody knows, you know, you can live so many days without eating food, but much less without water. And so we definitely need uh, water. And with the natural healing we haven't talked about the microbiome. And so if we're eating animal products, we have different bacteria in our body than when we're eating plants. And we need a specific type of bacteria in the intestines to help break things down to even create things like our B vitamins, which we need for energy and, you know, things like that. Even, you know, even B12, we create our own B12, but we know now, you know, we're eating clean foods. So we used to take in bacteria from our foods, which was to help us with our B12, but now we eat. So we eat clean, we clean everything. We're not eating that bacteria, taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really want to go more into juicing today, but I do think that would be a good topic um, yeah. later on. But yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit more about the plant foods. So we both went to the school of natural healing. Um, I, I also went to the living foods Institute where we talked about, um, different, the enzymes in our foods. And so when we eat plant foods, we need the enzymes, which are actually going to be in your raw foods. We kill the enzymes when we cook our foods. And so not only do we need plants, we need raw plant foods. And so, I mean, do you eat a lot of raw plant foods? 
Yeah, I, I try to eat fruit at least twice a day. And I try to eat a salad once a day. And, um, uh, and you know, I, I do my raw, I do uh, more raw food some days and some days I'll do, I have a, a, um, oh my God, what is it called? Instapot? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So I do have to, I have my beans every day, but mm-hmm. I usually have my beans with a salad. So, mm-hmm. because, you know, they taught us at the school of natural healing, if you're really ill, it's better to eat almost 100% of your diet from raw food if you can, because it's easier for your body to break it down. Raw food has its own enzymes, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it, it digests a lot easier because it has its own enzymes. And uh, I think it's important to eat at least 80% of your food raw, you know, for somebody who mm-hmm. is not very ill, but is trying to improve their health. Right. Right. Me too. I eat them mostly raw. Yeah. Um, in the summer, probably a lot higher raw than like this yeah. morning. It was 38 degrees this morning in the yeah. wintertime. I do like to eat like a warm soup for breakfast. Yeah. Um, but I do like you, I eat a lot of fruit too. And so the, a lot of people that I talk to, they're afraid to eat fruit, you know, oh, oh yeah. fruit has high in sugar. I can't eat fruit <laughs> where fruit doesn't have, it's not as high in amino acids. So if you're looking at, um, getting in your protein intake, which, Depends on so many different things. You know, where are you in your stage of life? What's going on as far as your health goes? Um, your gender, all those things determine your protein needs. Um, but there is still a trace amount of protein in fruit. So you are still getting amino acids, but in fruit, you're getting so many vitamins. Um, you know, all these water-soluble vitamins that are hard to get in other foods. And when you cook foods, you those vitamins are destroyed. And so really it's the best way to get a lot of the, the vitamins that you that you need yeah and fruits very it's one of the most digestible foods i think it's a uh, tailor made for the human body it digests the fastest like a set of watermelon i think it digests in like less than an hour it may be wow mm-hmm. so it's easier for the body that's why also if you're trying to heal some uh disease you want to take the load off your digestive system And this is where fruit really comes into play because it's really easy for the body to break down. Yeah, so you're not using as much energy Mm -hmm. in the digestion, so you have more energy available to to work on repair, the repair process. Uh Uh-huh. And plus, it's delicious. I mean, I don't don't know anybody who doesn't like fruit. They might be afraid to eat it, but Mm -hmm. they love it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, put a bowl of chopped fruit out and watch children. Oh, yeah. They do. They gravitate to those beautiful colors, which tells us that we probably should be eating those fruits. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a really big fruit eater too. I really like fruit. Yeah. I've heard of people experiment. They put a bowl of uh, chicken fingers or a bowl of fruit in front of a child, and the child will almost always go to the fruit and avoid yeah. the chicken fingers. Yeah. See, so kids still have their instincts, you know, like they, they know what to eat. Yes. Yes. And we lose that. And and I wonder where in the stage we do lose that. Um, I have, I have one child that is always in tune with what her body wants. And so, you know, I say, Oh, do you want a brownie or something? Cause we do, I mean, they're gluten-free vegan, you know, (laughs) they're much, they're not what normal people have for uh, brownies, but you know, I say, you know, a brownie or something. No, I think I need a piece of fruit. I'm like, what? I've never 
I don't remember a time where I ever said no to a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and even knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh, maybe uh, just a little. <laughs> yeah, it's still hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now mine are still gluten-free vegan because. <laughs> hey, the, the first time I had black bean brownies, I was like, wow. I mean, yes. you can't tell the difference. Yes. I'm not lying to you. I'm serious. Yes. Our listeners. People- People are afraid to eat um, brownies when I bring them what's in those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm always, oh, and I don't say anything. You know, people <laughs> eat them and they think they're delicious. And then yeah. I tell them what's in them. Yes. Yeah, so the best thing to like, do is just bring them in and not say anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there are ways to get people to eat more plants where they don't even know that they're eating um, more yeah. plants. There are ways to have uh, different treats like brownies too that are made from all plants and so like for me I don't feel any deprivation um, when I do eat all these foods so not only do I I know that what I'm eating is nourishing my body um, I feel like I can pretty much make whatever I want you know sometimes I struggle with making you know the, the right texture of bread we've talked about that before oh yeah um, and things like that or pizza crust getting the right um texture yes, for things mm-hmm. like that but there are ways to eat um foods that you're used to eating um like my daughter the one that is um in tune with her body we make a macaroni and cheese with butternut squash you know it's completely gluten-free dairy free and uh she loves it like and she'll eat like the whole pan of it yeah and so wow i need that recipe (laughs) (laughs) i'll send it to you yeah and so i mean there are ways to to eat those foods and then know that they're nourishing your body i know when i eat foods that um aren't really clean i don't feel good and it usually will take me about three days um of eating really clean to feel better which you know just shows me my body is working on that um, you know, undoing whatever it is that I just ate, you know, maybe that was a lot of sugar or, or something in, in whatever I ate. It definitely makes a difference. And another, another reason I think people are afraid to eat a plant-based diet because they think that everything is going to taste not good. Right. But I would recommend to get, there's a lot of great cookbooks now or Tons. raw food books that you can, there's lots of amazing recipes Mm-hmm. So I mean I I love food and I love eating this way. I was a a, a big meat eater and uh, I loved to eat pizza from Papa John's before I transitioned. Mm-hmm. And I'm happier eating this way. There's so much variety this way. There's more variety eating a plant based diet. There's more recipes. Mm-hmm. And but the, for the biggest thing is your long term health. If you are into health, if you have a family that you need to take care of and be there for, I mean, plant-based is the way to go, in my opinion, because there's so many studies showing the longevity benefits now. And a lot of our lifestyle diseases can either be like, it goes a long way toward preventing a lot of lifestyle diseases like uh, heart disease, diabetes, some cancers. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. And plant-based diet and colon cancer. Oh yeah, big one. Huge, yeah, uh-huh. and a lot of studies on breast cancer as well. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And so we're talking a lot about using plant-based diet for healing, but it's also for prevention and longevity. It's, exactly. it's just so important, and it's it's so all the same foods are still available when you're eating animal products, but for some reason, uh, like you, it's like a whole new world opens up when you're 
when you start playing around, you know, finding ways to create meals and dishes, it's like, I know we're eating a lot of different ethnic cuisines oh, yeah. um, that we weren't eating before, or maybe we were, but we just weren't looking at it the way we're looking at it now. And it's just yeah. like, we're able to be so much more creative, which I think we're supposed to be um, creative. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's amazing how much, you know, I think people who eat a meat-based diet, they eat 10, the, the same 10 foods. Mm-hmm. That gets boring. That would get very boring. But when you go plant based, it's like this whole world of culinary arts. You had to get creative at first. Right, right. And then it's easy. And so, like you yeah. said, you eat a salad every day, you eat a salad every day, too. Oh, yeah. And so, I want it to be interesting. You know, because salads can be boring. And now, oh, yeah. now that I make my own salads, if I go to a restaurant and order a salad, I'm like, what is this? Not only is it it's oh, yeah. big. Yeah. It's got, you know, <laughs> iceberg lettuce, or maybe it's got some romaine and a little bit of tomato and a little bit of cucumber. And I'm like, yeah. where's the rest of it? Yeah. There's nothing and exciting. So, people like, oh, I don't, salads aren't good. Well, they're not good if they're like that. But you, if you build your own salads at home, you can even get a, a book of salads recipes. Mm-hmm. Salads can be amazing. They could be a full meal. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And it's just like, so let's talk about, you know, how to make a big salad. So I eat one every day and a half for years and my family has two and it, we're not bored with it because we'll switch up the greens. So we put, we always have different kinds of greens, usually cruciferous vegetables. So maybe some chopped broccoli or cabbage or shredded Brussels sprouts or kale, you know, one of those in there to give you some more texture and those bright greens, which are wonderful for all your different minerals. We need all the minerals. We haven't even talked about minerals. And then I usually will put in, I look for different colors. I want it to have all the different colors so that it looks appealing. So red bell pepper and carrot, maybe some cucumber or celery. Mm -hmm. And so I always look at how to add more colors to it. And then I know um, things like sprouts. We haven't talked about sprouts. Oh yeah. Loaded in enzymes broccoli sprouts or mung bean sprouts um, or peas, green peas out of the freezer. I love green peas. Pour on some green peas or drain a can of kidney beans or garbanzo beans, sprinkle all that. So now you have different textures, you have different colors um, and it's just, it looks appealing. Yes. Yeah. And what kind of, do you make your own uh, salad dressings? Yes. It's hard to find a really clean. Yep um salad dressing um number one if you do read the ingredients you're gonna find a better choice in the refrigerator section um, or in sometimes in the produce section they have some cleaner choices but read the ingredients and look for hidden sugars so um a product could have a lot of sugar but they change the names on the ingredient list so that it's not number one on the list so it could say like I don't know. Give me a name of a sugar. It could say maple syrup. It could say maple syrup. And it could say coconut sugar. And then it could say rice syrup later down on the road. So you have three types of sugar in there. And they did that on purpose. So they're lower on the ingredient list. If they did all maple syrup, it would be number one. So, you know, this salad dressing is all maple syrup. And so we, we haven't even talked about sugar and stuff like that. But yes, I do make my own salad dressing. One of my favorites or the easiest um, I got from the Esselstyn's too was a three, two, one salad dressing. So this is not one I made. It came from the Esselstyn's, um, but it's three tablespoons or three parts of apple cider vinegar, 
two parts mustard and one part sweetener. And so like my favorites, apple cider vinegar, Dijon mustard, and uh, maple syrup. And I usually will do a half part and not a full part of that maple syrup. Yeah. And then I add herbs to it, or I'll add cashews to it and put it in the blender to make it creamy and then add like Italian seasoning to it. You know, it's just so easy um, to do that. There's a lot of different ways to, to mix and match. And they're very, it's really, really delicious if for people who think you can, you can't possibly make a dressing that's as good as commercial dressing, but this oh, is yeah. true. I mean, these, I've, I made quite a few dressings at home and I think they're better. They taste yes. better. Yes. Yes. No preservatives or chemicals or mm-hmm. just pure whole foods. Yes. And add herbs to it. And we're yes. adding even more nutrition. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how you feel. I think we've covered, um, we could probably say a lot more about plant-based foods for healing, but it's just, it's easier on the body. Um, when you put plant foods in and avoid with processed foods and the animal products and things like that, we're talking about whole food plant-based, which we yes. didn't talk about that too, but the whole foods, um, you know, buying all your ingredients from the produce section and using them, um, you're going to have much cleaner foods. It's easier on your body so that it's available to do whatever it needs to do to repair. And you're putting in all these vitamins and minerals that your body needs um, to perform all of the chemical reactions um, to make things happen. And we're putting in lots of fiber, which, you know, people used to eat, you know, 100 was it 150, 170 grams of fiber yeah. a day? Yes. And now the average American doesn't even meet the 25 grams a day requirement, which blows my mind because I know you probably do too. I eat, I meet my needs at breakfast. And it's oh, like, yeah, I how do people least, not eat enough? <laughs> I probably eat at least 70, 80 grams now because- Me too. I average about, I average about 80. And fi- I think fiber is one of the most important things in the diet because there's studies showing that of course, it reduces your chance of developing colon cancer, but it also reduces the risk of strokes, heart attacks, heart disease, diabetes. I mean, it's right. like it's, the human body has to have fiber to function properly. Right. We used to think fiber was just to bulk things up yeah. to make it where you could go to the bathroom. And now we know there's just so much more in there. There's different types of fibers and there's different fibers that feed the different bacterias in your gut to help maintain the intestinal lining, yes. um, the gut integrity, but also to help with different reactions to get the vitamins and nutrients through those intestines and to even create some of the important vitamins that our body needs to create and antioxidants that our body needs to create um, as well. So yeah, fiber is just, and you, you don't get fiber in animal products. Um, fiber all. is only in plants. And so it's, it's the way our ancestors ate. I mean, you could, there's a lot of stuff going around saying they ate a lot of meat, but if you really talk to somebody who studies, you know, dots of traditional dots and anthropology, they ate high plant-based foods. Cause if you've ever been hunting before, <laughs> it's not that easy to go and, and kill a deer every day. This is with guns, but we're talking about people with spears. Yes. <laughs> okay? And if you have a full tribe and the whole tribe and one animal. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's these not going to be a lot These of people are eating fr- uh, fruit from the trees and they're eating root vegetables. And like Please. you were saying, they ate at least 100 grams of fiber a day. Yeah. You don't get that eating keto. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No. Right. 
Right. Or it could be a plant-based keto, which we haven't talked about, but they probably weren't getting a lot of fat. Yeah, that, I could yeah, get on a whole nother, I could get oh, on yeah. a whole nother thing there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of fiber. Yeah, so they weren't eating. And yeah, saying they ate meat three times a day is saying they could hunt better than lions and tigers because lions oh, yeah. and tigers go days without meat. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, they feast, but then they go days without it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. We could go down another wormhole there, but I think we did a great job of covering plant-based yes. diet. I think people get the point. Um, so do you have any other words um, today before we close up? Oh, uh, no. I think that if you are on the fence right now about should I try plant-based, just go ahead and try. I mean, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. If you're having health problems right now, if your blood pressure is up, if your cholesterol is up, if you're constipated, Go plant-based for whole food for about, do it for three months. And I think you'll be surprised at how much healthier you'll be in three months time. Right. Well, even if you, so that would be the best to do three months. But if that seems crazy to you, try a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Try, try just one week and look at what you're already eating. What am I eating today that's already plant-based? Because you exactly. may already be eating plant-based that you're just not thinking about it. Like someone will tell me, I don't like uh, vegan food. Hmm, you don't like a fruit salad or a coleslaw or, you know, exactly. which coleslaw might not be. It could be made with mayonnaise. Um, but there, we eat a lot that we don't realize oh, yeah. is already plant-based. And it's easy to make different swaps. But we can save that for another day. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so next week, we'll talk about some of the challenges of eating plant-based. Yes. So we can save it for that. Um, so right. thank you for tuning in today. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast. And next week, we'll talk more about a plant-based diet.